All right, we've had a lot of Buckeye players on this week, so let's talk to a guy who uh, won a lot of games and also is doing a lot for the community right now. Let's talk to linebacker of the Buckeyes under the Coop era, Ryan Miller. Ryan, what's going on, buddy? Hello, Ryan. Good morning. What's up? Hey, great to talk to you guys. Are you kidding me, man? Is there anything better? we got Thanksgiving this week. We've got the Ohio State Team Up North game. I mean, this is this is pretty special. I'm, I'm pretty excited. i got a lot of things going on, and... Uh, and I guess the busy person is a happy person, so I'm thrilled to death this week. Good, good. Now, I'm looking at your bio here. I did not know. Allen Park, Michigan. Was it a big deal when you decided to come down here to go to school? <laughs> yeah. You know, I tease people all the time that you're going to see a couple people that were born in Michigan in heaven, and I'm one of them. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I grew up in Allen Park, and I had never been to Ohio Stadium. I'd never been to Columbus. And Coop, you know, he was a great recruiter, and he yeah. came down. And I was blown away. I mean, I, I had been to the big house. I'd, you know, obviously been to camps at Michigan and stuff, but I'd never been in, in Columbus. And, and I was just unbelievably blown away by this community and how football centric Ohio was. And sure. I committed on the spot. Um, now, granted, you know, I had guys in the room that were committing on the spot too, like Corey Stringer and Luke Fickle and Rob Kelly and Lorenzo Styles. I mean, those are some pretty. Uh, high-profile recruits that were coming out when I was coming out of school. Yeah, and I was Livonia Churchill. After the kickoff, I was the kid that would run out and grab the tea and then run back. I did it very well, too. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you to stretch, hey, did you have to stretch out for that job? <laughs> <laughs> double zero, number was a, double yeah. zero. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan, did you – now, I remember a few years back, and I'm sure you know this. Remember the running back Mike Weber from Michigan took a lot of crap from folks up there because he signed with the Buckeyes? Did you take a lot of crap when you were in high school and decided to play for Ohio State? Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely did. Um, I, I was, and thank goodness there was no social media back then when I was in school. But, uh, but yeah, I remember coming back and uh, I had all this Ohio State gear on, and I told everybody I'm signing to play at Ohio State. And uh, it fractured a few of the relationships, to be honest with you, that I had, which is unfortunate. But, yeah. uh, but for the most part, you know, ninety percent of the people in your life love you for who you are, right? So we, mm-hmm. my whole block turned into an Ohio State block, to, still to this day. You know, if you go up into Allen Park, you're going to have a faction of people that are going to be rooting on the Buckeyes, um, and then a faction that are going to be rooting on uh, Michigan. But uh, but I think we turned a lot of people into Ohio State fans. Through you know, it's always fun to you know, when you play with someone in high school or you went to high school with someone and they're playing on the field. It's hard not to root for that person, even though you may have an allegiance um, just by being born in a certain state. So um, yeah, I, I'd like to think that. The, the people that ended up uh, making it such a big deal, uh, are, it's unfortunate for them, not so much sure. for, for me. You know, Good attitude. Good for you. That is uh, Ryan Miller. And, Ryan, I don't think we've ever talked all the years you've been in town. And Torg was hipping me to your charity, Second and Seven. For those that are uninitiated like I am, give me just the basics of Second and Seven and what, what exactly you do. Well, for, for, you know, anytime you come to Ohio State, everybody knows Woody Hayes, the pay it forward mentality. And one of the things I'm probably most proud of, at my time at Ohio State, I was able to be involved in community outreach initiatives. And we would go read to children um, in elementary schools in the Columbus Public School Districts. And when we graduated, that's one of the things I missed. And, and two of my teammates, Mike Vrabel, Luke Fickle, we got together and we thought, man, what, we should keep reading to these kids because we saw what an impact we had when we walked through those doors. I mean, it was like we came out of a spaceship. And so I was so excited about doing something, and we thought instead of just going and reading, why don't we 
give each of these kids a book and they can remember the reading. And so we had a little football camp and we raised enough money that first year, which is 22 years ago, we raised enough money to buy second graders at seven schools all these books that we went and read to them. And so we called it the Second and Seven Foundation, second graders at seven schools. The next year we were able to raise more books and then so on and so forth. Here we are 22 years later. Nice. And we've given out over 700,000 books. We've got student athletes all over the country that are reading to children, understanding their sphere of influence. So that pay it forward mentality, that little seed that was sown 22 years ago, has really grown up, and it's been a, it's been a labor of love, and it's been so so much fun for Mike and myself and Luke to be able to do. Hey, do you? Because uh, I know Mike's son plays uh, football at Canal, and he'll be a uh, sophomore next year. And I I remember texting you during COVID, asking you if you're going to have your football camp. Are you going to have it this year? We're going to have it again this year. It's always in June. You have to go to secondandseven.com, all spelled out, so you can register. But uh, yeah, we always have it in June. We have it at Hilliard Weaver Middle School. We have some great, you know, coaches here locally. We always have some Buckeyes that come out and help with the kids, understanding, again, their sphere of influence, their ability to continue to pay it forward. And we talk a lot about life lessons. I mean, clearly we want to teach them a good stance and an out route and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, we want them to look the coach in the eye. We want them to be the first in line. We want them to hustle through the drill. We want them to understand that being a student athlete is a heck of a lot more than just scoring a basketball or, or making a touchdown. And so we try to impart some of the life lessons about teamwork and patience, practice, and persistence and making good choices. And, um, you know, these kids, they, they just sometimes need somebody else in their life besides their parents telling them some of the things that, you know, we all learned when we were kids. And some, some of us um, you know, had a coach in their life that, that was able to maybe get through to them. And um, so that's what we do at our football team. Ryan, I'm looking 92 to 95 a Buckeye. Ryan Miller is with us. That game against Arizona Torg, was that a Pat Tillman year? Arizona State, you're a senior. Arizona year, right? State? Yep, yep. That was that was oh, a game. Did you get to meet him? Well, we played against one of yeah. them. I'm not sure I was really ha- you know, friendly with them, but right. um, we we did those different events out at uh, in Pasadena where you did the beef bowl and sure. you know, you, you do all these different types of things, but um what a great player he was! Wow. What an unbelievable inspiration he's been to so many, so many players through the years. I covered that team. I covered when I was out in Phoenix for that. I covered that team. Familiar with you guys? Would you say your '95 team or '96 team was better? Because I think the talent on '95, when you look at it, was good. But boy, '96 as a team, you know. Yeah, I'd say the '95 offense was about as good as I've ever seen. Um, Bobby Hoying under center. You know, Terry Glenn, Ricky Dudley, Eddie George. I mean, that's Orlando Pace. I and mean, that's it's crazy talk. Um, but our defense was a, a year younger in 95. So 96 defensively, I think we were a little stronger, of course, because we had such a senior-laden team. And, um, you know, I, if we could have combined those two as far as those, those – uh, the offense and, the, and that defense, boy, that would have been one heck of a team. Yeah, now, Ryan, we promoted the fact that you were going to be on with us, and we had a, one of your, I'll just say, an unnamed teammate told me that you were extremely popular with the ladies, not because of your football prowess, but because you could play Dave Matthews on the guitar. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, I, can play, I can play Dave Matthews. I can play a little guitar, and I'm not sure that – I'm not sure. You know, it's funny. I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love to know who one of those teammates are. <laughs> oh, you can figure it out, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I know this. I know this. 
I always just played it because I enjoyed music. It had nothing to do with the girls. Okay? <laughs> okay, no, okay, the girls right. just like the yeah. music. See, Jerry, that's the thing. <laughs> so, Ryan, what was your what was your record against Michigan? So we were one and three against Michigan. Unfortunately, we had, if you remember, in '93 we had an unbeaten team that went up to Ann Arbor. Yep. Then we came back here in '94, my sophomore year, and we won in the shoe. Bobby Hoying had a great a touchdown in that game. 95, we go up there and have the worst day defensively of our career and lose the game. And then we come back my senior year, and we're up 9 nothing. kicked three field goals in the first half. Sean Spring slips in the second half, give up a touchdown, then they kick two more field goals, we lose 13-9. to oh, Yeah, so, Sean Springs was such a good player, too. Oh, you think? I mean, yeah. Sean Springs, we had Sean Springs, Ty Howard was the other corner. The nickelback coming in, guys, was Antoine Winfield. Who I think that defense went. Who this just my opinion. I think Antoine Winfield is the best tackling corner in NFL. That dude could double leg anyone. Oh, without a doubt. Think about it. You had Antoine coming in. You had Vrabel on the edge with Finkus. You had Thickel in the middle with uh, Winfield Garnett. You had Katzamore in the middle. Me and Belisari outside. You had Damon Moore as a safety. Rob Kelly as a safety. Yeah. That defense was, was pretty good. All right, and, you just really named one of the players in that group of the guy who told who us, told about, us about Dave Matthews. Don't let him fool you. Don't let him fool you. I, I was probably playing, and he was probably singing. Yeah. <laughs> probably right. Probably, so, yeah. so what? can you put a handle on it? Because no doubt about it, Coop was, was the guy, the first guy, and then kind of taken over by Urban that would recruit nationally, that would go out and get guys in different parts of the country and almost have super teams. But what was it about that Michigan rivalry where he just couldn't get over the hump despite having more talented teams at times? Well, you know, if I had, I'd love to have the answer, but at the end of the day, players got to make plays. And unfortunately, the players on the teams those years, we didn't make enough plays. And you know, I'd like to think that there's another uh, another excuse or reason, but, you know, as a football player, you're not about excuses. You're about go out and next play is the most important play. You go out and get, 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 make it. And, you know, I blame myself more than Coach Cooper. He didn't miss a tackle. Um, I blame, you know, our offensive line for not punching it in the end zone, having to kick a field goal, not Coach Cooper. So um, I'm a little bit more of that mindset. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, th- this rivalry is such a special thing to be a part of. And growing up in Michigan and then coming down to Columbus and learning all the traditions here as a, as a young player and then seeing the intensity that both these two teams play for four quarters, the, the absolute admiration that both teams have for their ability to be, um, again, give everything you've got on every single play. It's, it's unlike any other game. I mean, you can play in the Rose Bowl. You can play in the National Championship. You can play in the NFL. But guys will always remember playing in this game, and that's why guys go to Ohio State, and that's why guys go to Michigan. It's, it's because of this game. I mean, you think about it, 364 days out of the year, and then you shoot them up that other day. And it's just it's an amazing game. I'm so excited for these kids on both teams to have a chance to play in it. Um, I was fortunate. It's the one game I always wish we could, if we could see them up one more time, that's the game obviously we want to play because both these teams and both these fan bases and both these traditions are just absolutely first class. Um, to be on the side of it these last 20 years, that's been an absolute scarlet gray domination has been phenomenal. Um, 
but I'm telling you, it's 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 a war. You gotta you gotta battle for four quarters. Yeah, well, Ryan, we appreciate right, it, buddy. man. And listen, you got my cell. <laughs> I'll be getting stuff. contact Great with stuff. you with the football camp. If you need any help with anything, you give us a ring, man, and we appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I'll send you those cords to Dave Matthews. All right, All right. Thanks, thanks, Ryan, Ryan Miller.